start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. What's going on? Episode, did you say it was 103, Nick? Yep. 103. We were having a debate while we were bringing in the intro, and Nick thinks he's been at every podcast when he hasn't. I have. So we're, it's 103 episodes Done this now. 100 times. Nick hasn't been here for all 103. Tom's here, too. He's hanging out. He missed last week, but he, he decided to come back. Back in action. I was actually skinning a deer last week. That's why I was absent from the show. Not my deer. Cousin Dylan's deer. Noble reason to miss. Absolutely. We'll let it slide. Yeah. You're and not getting a perfect attendance award this year, though. That's all right. Sure not. I don't think I didn't get a perfect attendance. Did I get a perfect attendance award this year? Because no. I didn't go to Alaska this year. No. we Did we record without Frank when he was hunting gators? Mm, I No. No, because that was like a I, weekend trip. Yeah, because we recorded on Wednesday. I left Thursday and came back, and then we did the gator hunt one next week. Yeah. So I didn't miss. I don't think I missed this year. When was your North Carolina hunt last year? Was it like a January hunt? We did one on the phone with me last year. This is true. But that was in December, so it doesn't Okay, count. I didn't know if it was like a January late season hunt. Yeah. Where I do my part, Tom. I do other people's parts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, we're continuing the Deer Camp Series. We have yet to miss a Deer Camp Series last season and this season. It continues today with our good cousin, Tyler. Hey, what's going on? And we just had your brother on a couple weeks ago, so you had to show him up. And yours is definitely, I think it's, it's bigger. It's definitely a bigger it's buck. Bigger it's bigger buck in more character. Yeah, it's a very, it's character. a cool buck. Yeah, definitely a cool Absolutely buck. Absolutely a cool buck. <clears throat> yeah. So before we get, you know, too crazy into this, um, Tyler, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself a little bit, uh, tell us what you do, and how what, you got into the outdoors. Yeah, what gets you outside. Oh, well, cousins with all of them. Um, Probably been hunting since I was about eight. My dad took me out. Um, ever since then, just got the kick to keep going back out every year. And uh, I guess you uh, <clears throat> was it uh, turkeys or deer that more like I guess got you going. Well, I've never gotten a turkey before. I've always been more <laughs> so, so, so deer is what comes. <laughs> Safe yeah. to say, it's deer hunting. Yeah, I've never had the success success with the turkeys. Shifty bastards, I tell you what. They are tough. I tell you what, you play your cards right, buy yourself a New York license. I know a hot spot. It's <laughs> all I know where it's Tom going. knows where you can lay them down two at a time. <laughs> Happens. Been there. I think it's going to happen again. I've been seeing a flock of seven long beards all deer season. No, oh, man. So. Good deal. So, you know, we don't really give a shit about Tom's turkeys right now. No, we don't. Uh, we no, got, we, don't. We, got Ty, we got Tyler uh, in studio tonight. Um, I know, you know, this last summer you started putting quite a bit of work in at a, um, I, I guess it's a deer farm, but it's not, it's not a deer farm with a fence. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not like a preserve or something. It's, it's a managed property. Yeah. Yes. That's you a know, better word. Recognized words. by the QDMA. Yep. Um, so talk a little bit about, you know, what got you involved at this 
um, property and what kind of um, things you're doing throughout the year? So that actually probably started whenever I was still in the youth. They used to invite a bunch of youth doe hunters up for the three-day season. I went up there a few times, and then it was actually we got closer through baseball. And then he invited me up a few times in archery, which I got a buck last year. I shot an eight point. And then ever since then, I was just going up more and more to help him out. But over the summer, they have like a what's called a wood day. We'll go up for a whole day, cut up wood for the whole season. And then there's a day where you go and check all the stands. I think they have uh, 150 different stands. How much property do they have? Um, the main farm, I think, is about 600 acres. And then there's, I think, six different group of properties. But in total, I think it's like 1,300 acres. Okay. So they got placed pretty well surveillance with that many tree stands. Yeah. Um, now, how do you guys keep track of all those stands? Is there like a map with them all on there? Because I know we've got probably close to 50 on our big farm and there's plenty of stands where it's like oh shit i forgot that we had that one <laughs> did we put a strap on that this year? <laughs> so how do you guys manage that many uh stand locations now what they have in their basement they have a map of every single property and they put an x right where they put a stand and uh so that's how they manage where, like where they're at and then everything is ribboned completely to where your stand's at Oh, so like your access trails are all... All ribboned, and then whenever you're getting close, they put double ribbons, and they ribbon the stand. Huh. So... Are there... I know you said they're ribboned, but are there like maintained walking trails to yeah. these stands? So everything's a quiet walk-in, mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, is there different trails for leaving the stands, or do you guys walk in and out the same trail? You walk in and out the same trail. Gotcha. Um, any like reflective marker? This is the first time I've heard of somebody that has every single stand ribboned off. It's almost like going to peak and peak or something. And <laughs> you've got like, this one's like a double black diamond or like, <laughs> every, like every trail's marked. That's pretty wild. No, it's just like, they'll have them marked and then you'll just go down the trail. You'll follow the ribbons. And then if there's a Y, they'll tell you like before you go in, you take like the right Y or the left Y and you just keep following the ribbons. Tell you what, that's a hell of a lot easier than. You know, take a left at the fallen down tree about 40 <laughs> yards down the side of the gully. You'll like, cross the creek by a cherry tree, walk about 30, 40 yards can't off miss to it. the left. That's yeah, the key. There's can't a, miss there's it. There's a yeah, cluster of poplars up there just, just beyond that. So I can see why that would make it a lot easier, and especially like you said, you got invited up there for the first time as a youth doe hunter. Yeah. Um, instead of just sending a bunch of youth guys, you know, on property they'd never been on, it's probably made it pretty easy to find where they want you to be. And Very easy. Um, how many cameras do you guys run in with that many stands? To be honest, that I don't know, but there's tons. There's a lot. There's a lot. More than five. A lot more than five. Um, now with this property, I know you guys have, I mean, they do quite a bit of deer management, but how do you guys put together, you know, like what bucks are going to be shot each year or want, I guess want to shoot, we call it a hit list. I don't know how you guys do it for yourselves, but. So what they do is they have like. Whenever you go into the cabin, there's a rule with like 10 rules. And I think rule number eight is like the main, like smallest buck you can shoot. They want shot. It's like an 8.18 inches wide. They're like, that's like the base they look for. Mm-hmm. But then also like you can shoot your best buck. So like say like your best buck's like an 8.16 inches wide. You don't have to let it go. You're allowed to shoot that. Okay. But then on the night before rifle, they will show like, they'll put on camera all like the bucks that they have on camera they're like hey these are some big guys and they show you they go through every property what's on there and then they show them all to you the night before so how many guys do you have in camp or for that presentation you got you said over six properties how many guys are sitting there watching this uh 
hit list presentation. This year, I think there was like 22 people up there. Wow. I mean, that's still, I mean, that that's a lot of people, but at the same time, if you spread that over six different properties. Yeah, 1,300 total acres. You're... Yeah. But even, I mean, I think having 1,300 acres all in one chunk hunts smaller than if you break it up into six pieces. It definitely does. You know. Because if you have 100 acres here, you can hunt three guys there, where if you have... 200 acres you can't necessarily put six guys in there yeah exactly unless they're stretched out Mm -hmm. so um i guess the buck that you're uh that you got this year was he where was he at in the lineup um to be honest they thought he was already dead oh really they thought a neighbor shot him because a neighbor shot one just like it with the horns coming out the middle so they didn't even think he was still alive okay so you this buck was incognito if you will you know yeah didn't have a target necessarily on him. Yeah, they had him in the beginning of the season. They had him on camera, and then they saw a neighbor shot one just like it, and they thought it was that one. Then they yeah. obviously never got another picture of your buck? Not that I know of, no. Gotcha. And they never had a picture of the neighbor's buck. They So these two deer that looked very similar, one of them was going under yeah. the radar they didn't know about. Yeah. yeah, if he killed it, was it archery you said? That one I think was shot in archery, yeah. So he killed it in archery, and then he just stayed off the radar. The one that you're that you ended up getting... They didn't know anything about. So what kind of hunting do you guys do at this farm? Because I know, I know you guys do a lot deer of deer hunting. With, it sounds like <laughs> yes, with the uh, food plots and crop fields, corn, beans, stuff like that. Are most of the stands overlooking a food source, or are there a lot of stands that are you know transition areas swamps or hardwood swamp stuff like that? Or is there a mix of everything? There's literally a mix of everything. Like some properties, it's just a whole swamp. Other properties, there's a lot of food, cornfields, and then it literally just, you kind of pick where you want to go, where you want to hunt over. You get to kind of pick, or is there like a seniority, I guess, to pick where you're at opening day, or um, with 150 locations, it sounds like you could pretty much, <laughs> kind if, you, of, if you had a, if you had a top three you wanted to be at, you could probably be at one of them. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, Not really much, it's just kind of whatever's open everybody basically everybody talks about it and says i kind of want to be here and everyone's like okay you do that i'll do this yep good deal so you got your buck on the second saturday correct it wasn't an opening day buck no it was opening day oh it was opening day we haven't yep. even, or yeah we did have the second saturday because yeah. i forgot it started on a saturday yeah i'm, I'm still in the past Tom. Huh? yeah we started so on a monday. monday opener so were you at camp the night before yeah okay so start us there you you roll into camp the night before um, the night before they have what's called a game dinner and they'll cook like wild boar. They had alligator this year cause they go on like a lot of different hunts. They'll have elk. Hmm. So they basically cook a pretty big meal. They'll have like this year there was alligator, smoked turkey. Um, I think there was wild boar, pulled pork, mac and cheese. They have that big dinner. Is all the meat wild? Yes. Something they killed. What That's about pretty... the mac and cheese? Well, I mean, I don't think comes that. the <laughs> local dairy farm. <laughs> And then um, after that, um, Grandpa Vasto, he'll put on the show of, like, all the bucks that they have on camera and, like, all, like, the different ones and what locations they're at. And then we all kind of talk about, like, where you're going to end up going hunting. And then it's kind of an early night. Oh, really? Don't stay up too late now. Huh. That is not the deer camp we go to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends. I mean, sometimes. I guess if you got some big ones that you're trying to get after yeah you uh, don't want to be up all night party <laughs> some yeah. of my best bucks were shot with a hangover <laughs> that's true how could you go uh, wrong with a hangover buck so you can't. uh 
I guess so. What this stand you you ended up killing this buck from? Yeah. Was this you know? Did you pick this one out, or was it more like you know everybody else is picking? You're like, ah, I'll just go here. Like, how'd you come um, up with this stand? A little bit of both. Um, no one was going to the property, and then I was like, well, do you care if I go here? And they said, sure. I was the only one that ended up going there, and I always liked the property because it's just a big swamp. Well, you and had it, your brother on stand with you, correct? So I you did. guys kind of want, from what I understand, you wanted a tower stand that was going to be comfortable yep. with two people. Yes. So there and was, that swamp, a lot of I would imagine some guys steer away from just because of how hard a swamp is to navigate through. Mm-hmm. Not many people actually hunt that property because of the swamp, because they all just run straight to the swamp, and it's it's a pain to drag it out of there. Oh yeah, but that's where the big bucks like to go, as we found out. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess morning of you and your brother, Corey, you're walking in, you know, um, I uh, guess, what are your expectations? Was there, what big bucks were on camera? Yeah, when you're looking at the cameras, what did you see around that stand? There was a big eight, um, probably 19 inches wide, but super tall. I can show you a picture of it when, um, when this is over. That's the one that they want me to shoot. And then there was a big six that I was wanting to see because it's like 22 inches wide. Jeez. No brow tines? Um, no, it had brows, just forks. Oh, so okay, it wasn't so even legal. No. I just wanted to see it because it, <laughs> it's just freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got two big illegal deer on camera this year, and it, it's it's cool, but it's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> I almost shot one. I had it like, I was all, like halfway drawn at 25 yards. Like, oh, that's a monster. I was oh, like, wait. oh, geez, that is not, a, not enough times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there was a there's a few other eights over there that were pretty good, 18 inches wide, 19 inches wide. So like that's what I was anticipating going in. And then we ended up getting on stand. I think we got on stand at six, about an hour early. So we kind of just sat there for a while with the like I said, we were in a shack. We sat there with the windows up. And then in, um in front of you there was a cornfield, and on behind us is that big swamp. And they said most of the deer you're gonna see in the morning they bed across the swamp. Yeah. So it's like a pond, swamp. And then like a wood line. So you're sitting almost like that transition yeah. pretty much. And then probably about eight o'clock we saw our first deer. I saw some doe over there, which that's why I took my brother was trying to get him a doe. I was like, Hey, I mean, I don't know how you feel about that, but I mean I guess you could shoot it. So as I was looking through there, you could see a buck coming out of the woods. I was like, Hey, hold on, there's a buck coming. And it actually ended up being the one I shot. And we were looking at it for a while, but it was 265 yards away. It's where like a swamp. It's tough to see. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to see. We were looking at it, and I was like, I don't know. It doesn't really look that wide. It doesn't really look that big. So I was like, I don't know. I put my gun out the window. I'm looking at it. I'm like, all right, it looks pretty good. I'm going to shoot it. And whenever I go shoot it, disappeared. Didn't know where it went. Just because it, it was walking back to the woods line, and I was like, well, that's, that sucks. <laughs> so then we were probably sitting there. How far away is he at that time? 270 yards okay so he's still at that still at okay. your max distance basically to see he's, him. he's right at the wood line okay so like because like i said it goes pond swamp and there's like maybe 30 yards of wood and that's another swamp behind it okay so he's like right now just little, cruising that little strip yeah and then those doe were still out there see him and they disappear and i was like okay so they probably like left went through the swamp or something it wasn't until probably about 9 30 10 o'clock I was looking at the binoculars over there, and I saw a doe stand up. So I'm like, okay. And I told my brother. We're looking at him, looking at him. And he goes, I don't know. And then we're looking over there. I was like, hey, I think that buck just stood back up. He goes, what do you mean? I was like, I think I just saw it. So I gave him binoculars, and he saw it, and then let better right back down. And he goes, so I they just... were laying there the whole time. Yeah, but didn't know. 
And then we're looking at it, and he goes, I can see the horns in there. And it's like tilting his head around and around. I was like, I don't, I don't see it. I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> like, I have no idea what you're looking at. So then probably about 1030, we look in the cornfield, and there was a button buck in the cornfield. So like my attention kind of turned to that because, you know, makes day go. something to look at. Yeah, it makes day go by a lot faster when you're looking at something. So we're looking at that, <laughs> looking at that. And then probably about 1130, the does start walking away. The one that was that you saw bedded where that Corey saw the buck? Yeah. Okay. They, st- they started walking the wood line away into, like, the woods. Like, because it goes swamp, and then it's, like, woods over here. <clears throat> They're walking that way. I'm like, well, if he's going to get up, he's going to walk right with them because there's does. So watch him. They leave. I'm like, Corey, that buck's gone. I was like, you want to shoot it? You want to shoot a doe? Go for it. I was like, that buck's not there. He goes, no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's still there. I'm like, no, nah, the does are leaving. <laughs> He'd be leaving, too. Mm-hmm. And then the does end up leaving. But it's like they're coming this way. You can see there was two other bucks coming, but they weren't like big. They were probably like it was like a fork, like probably a six. And then another little buck really couldn't tell it that far. I was like, well, they're walking that way. And then again, I was like, oh, can't shoot those. So my attention went back to the cornfield. Mm-hmm. Now there's two more button bucks in the field. So now we're looking at three doe, well, three deer. And it's more interesting than probably about 1230. I just happened to look over there and he's standing right in the middle of the swamp. I was like. Okay, so I put my gun out the window. So how far is middle of the swamp for you? 250 yards. Okay, so he hasn't moved far. No, 25 yards. He came out, went right there, looked like he was feeding. And he came out. I was like, I'm going to shoot him. So I shot him, and he got up on his hind legs like he was, like, standing. He goes, Corey goes, oh, he's going to go right down. Stood there, sitting there. Five minutes go by probably, looking at him. He just hasn't done anything. Corey goes, might want to shoot him again. Yeah, I was just. My <laughs> next question was, how come you haven't shot him a second yeah, time? How did you stay? look at him for five minutes and not shoot again? Thought <laughs> he was going to pile up right there. Yeah, I thought he was about to drop. I was like, I don't mean? shoot. And I don't stop until they're dead. <laughs> I was like, he's not going anywhere. He's about to drop. So I yeah, shoot any second now. <laughs> I shoot again. I miss. I'm like, well, that's not good. I was like, what if I can't hit him again? I was like, he's out there pretty far. And I shoot again, and he jumps up and he starts running to the wood line. I was like, oh, he's he's. You gonna- hit him a set. You're thinking you hit him the. Uh, Again? Yeah, I hit him. I was guessing because he, he jumped and then ran to the wood line. So I was like, oh, I hit him. And I watched him bed down. I could see his head, just his head. I was looking at him for probably like 10 minutes. Hasn't moved. I was like, oh, quite Corey, he's about to die. And as that happened, those doe were still sitting there. And that bigger one actually came through the corn. I was like, Corey, if you want to shoot that, you can. And he goes, okay. He's thinking about it. He goes, it doesn't look that big. I was like, all right. And I just happened to look over and he's running through the woods again. I was like, what? what's going on? <laughs> He doesn't have the urge to die. So I was like, Corey, we got to get over there. He goes, well, if you kick him back up, I was like, well, I kind of can't shoot him now. He's in the wood line. I mean, I want to see if like, he's dead. I want to get over there. He goes, all right. So it takes probably about 15, 20 minutes to walk through the swamp, get over there. And then he gets back up again and starts running. So you did, you bumped him when you got over there? Oh, I bumped him. <laughs> oh, I bumped him. <laughs> And then I saw him going. So, so I was like, now the goose chase starts. Oh, and now that, that is when that happens. So then I... My brother's looking there, and I just start going after him. I was like, "I'm." He's not going far. He was limping. He really couldn't put much pressure on it. So I probably chased him for about 300 yards, 400 yards. Did you say in the picture your dad sent me, you looked pretty sweaty? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looked like he just like finished up like his mile run at gym class in, in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was uh it was a little far. And then I finally get up on him. So okay, so you're running after this deer for three, four hundred yards. I mean. How often are you like getting your eyes on this deer? 
I saw him once in between there. Okay, so you're just like heading in that direction, but I was there, following there, the blood trail. Oh, there, okay, there was, there was Jesus. My God, nice. Nick. So you're you're. I'm talking with my hands. Must be Italian. I'm getting excited. I love these. Uh, so you see you see him one time, but you are following a blood trail. So yeah, you, there's a good blood trail. I mean, I don't know how about he just kept bed, going. any beds or. Uh, he bedded down. My brother said where I originally shot yeah. him, and then his bed from the morning. My brother found. He said there was no snow in it because there was probably like six inches of snow on the ground. So he was just like I said, bedding there all morning. But no, I didn't find any beds. Okay, I didn't know if like you were kicking him, like while you're running this deer down at like three, four hundred yards in, if he's trying to lay down at all. No, I was just following the blood trail, and then I came over like like I said, it's so thick in there. It was just like red brush. Mm-hmm. You're going through trees, and I look over, and he's laying right there, and he starts looking. How at far? Me. I was probably this point ten yards away from oh, him. Jesus. Oh, Jesus! You're right like right on, on him. Yeah, and then he's looking at me. He's still up, and I was like, "Oh." He's standing. Well, no, he was bedding at that point. And then he stood back up, up okay. to go. Well, oh, okay. they saw me. He stood back up to go. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." So no I shot way. him. And then he <laughs> dropped right there. And then the first call I called my brother. I was like, "Hey, you gotta get over here." I was like, "This thing's pretty big." And <laughs> probably sitting there for fifteen to twenty minutes. I didn't realize how far in I went. And then I finally see him. I go. Dude, you gotta look at this. Like, this is coming out the middle. There's like a freaking buck over here. Oh, there's <laughs> a buck. Right there's there. a buck over here. But then at that point, it hit me about the drag. That was not yeah. fun. You look around, and you're like, Shit. so your 300 yard run that was back towards the truck, of course, right? No, no, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> almost never is. into the middle of the swamp. Nice. Yeah. So then, get makes there. the story better though. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know it, what like what was going through your mind. You're running after like this, like basically like speed trailing this deer, um, fast tracking. Yeah. So, <laughs> what what's going through your mind? Like what what's keeping you trying to chase him down instead of you know giving him an hour? Like I just want to try and figure out what your what was going through your head. I had good blood. It was nice and red, and I was like, you can't go much farther. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'll just keep going. I mean, it's rifle. I mean. Yeah, if you see him, odds are you'll be able to get a poke at him. Yeah, yeah. okay. Put him down. It's not like archery where you just let him lie for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, not the we did this. We it. did the same thing with my dad's buck the week before that. So like, I, I get it. I'm just was just curious on that was already, where your mindset was because we. I mean, we played through in our heads. We're like, do we wait? Do we go after it? You know, and ultimately mm-hmm. we decided to do the same. I figured I was already in the swamp. Might as well keep yeah, going. Exactly. No sense in going back. Yeah, you don't want to have to think about you know what if i would have just done this or you know mm-hmm. so i mean i think you made the right call obviously the bucks it's dead yeah it's dead so it's in the freezer it's in the freezer so you chase this thing down you know you get inside 10 yards finally you know you make your final shot on him um at this point you still don't know what he is go nope. go I through just... your like first thoughts when you you know you probably as soon as you shot you i'm assuming you went right to the buck um we were probably in stand after I, my first. Oh no! Like I'm saying you you oh, shot him. Yeah, then I went right to him. Okay, so what's running through your head as soon as you get up to him? Well, initially I thought he was an eight or a nine because my brother said he thought he saw a kicker, and I was like, okay, so I'm going up on like eight or nine. And as soon as I see him, he had these two horns. I was like, whoa, I've never seen that before. And like, I don't know, just the adrenaline. I it was it was pretty <laughs> crazy. And then it had split brows. I was like, this thing's got kickers everywhere. So what did it, what was it? It was eleven, twelve. How, how many points did it have? An 11, 11 with 11, but I guess you could call it 12, but it's an 11. Okay. Yeah, there's probably one point that you could argue, but there's, we're, I remember we were up at the garage, 11 points, there's not a single, like, Pope and Young, Boone and Crockett, like, 11, point. 11 points, 100%, you couldn't debate. The 12th, yeah. you could hang a ring on it, but it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, you could hang the ring, but 
probably if it went to get officially scored, probably um, would probably short. wouldn't count. Um, right on. But I mean, awesome. it's it's I think it's a typical eight frame. Yes. But then it's got two legit tines growing into the center, and then mm, split brows. Like it, it's yeah, it's a really cool. The crazy thing is, it's an eleven point with kickers, but it's symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> it's like perfectly yeah. symmetrical. That's the wild. tines come out yeah. of the same side, like on both sides. Yeah, it's, and they it's, come out of like the bottom of the beam towards the middle. It's like mid beam, like that's it's, weird. It's weird. Different. Yeah, that's. I've wild. never seen anything like it. And then for it to do it equally on each side, like it yeah. literally is a mirror image on both sides. Like both had split brows, both had the you know, kickers. The, yeah, because it's it's not like a crab claw like or the top. It's like straight out, you know, hmm. ninety degrees out the side from inside the rack. That's wild. So, I'm assuming you're obviously this one's getting a shoulder mount, right? Yep, inside the taxidermist. Good deal. Um, so you call Corey, tell him, you know, hey, you got to get over here. Yeah, and then took him like 15, 20 minutes. I was like, what's he doing? I was like, you get lost? Like, just follow my foot trail. I was like, you got to follow me. And then he finally got over there. Realized he's not running. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. That would be the difference. Didn't didn't realize how far I went. Oh, I mean, I'm sure just adrenaline's carrying you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he got there, took a picture, sent it to my dad. You know, I sent it to the group chat, showed everyone, and then – up there, you don't gut them. You take them back with the guts in them, and they want a live weight. And so that sounds awfully actually... convenient for you on where you're at. <laughs> yeah, you got to drag a full weight well, deer. <laughs> once I got back, they dropped asked... 50 pounds at the swamp, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, once I got back, they said, oh, you got it. And I was like, no, because every other deer I shot here, you're like, you keep the guts in it. You guys want the weight with the guts and without the guts, because they recorded it all for the QDMA. They write down on a sheet and everything. You're like, oh, well, this one was a little different. You probably could have gutted it. And I was like... <laughs> Well, oh. you should have told me that. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> if you're hunting this property in the swamp, go ahead and gut it. <laughs> it builds character. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's let's hear about this drag out. That had to be. You fun. gotta love a good drag. No, yeah, a good drag. <laughs> I'm sure you had like some really nice paracord to drag this thing out. Or did you just grab it by the rack or? Well, I actually had my backpacks. So I took it and uh, my grandpa a few years back, uh, Fulton, mm-hmm. he bought me uh, it's what a backpack thing. So it goes around your shoulders and goes around your waist, and it's got a drag rope on behind it. Hmm. So I put that on. It was actually, I don't want to say nice, but definitely helped a lot. <laughs> definitely wasn't nice. <laughs> so, yeah, trying to truck that through five, six inches of snow through the swamp. I'm sure there's a few down logs, like, everywhere. <laughs> how long did it, you said you shot it originally at what, like 1230? 1230. About what time? It was about almost dark, I bet you, by the time you were getting back to the camp. Uh, Well, we actually got back on a stand at 3 o'clock. That was when we got it out of the woods. Oh, so you sat for the evening? Yeah. We were okay. trying to get Corey a doe again. Okay. Okay, so you, it took you about two and a half hours or so to get it out of the woods? Yeah. Which, that's a heck of a drag. Yeah, that's that's definitely a good drag. <laughs> well, it didn't help. Cause, so, at the beginning, I hook it all up, get got the picture sent out, and then we start dragging, and Corey goes, oh, it looks like there's an opening. I was like, well, there's a big field that runs right across the property. I was like, it's probably the field. So, he starts walking that way. I'm following him, and then he turns around and goes, that's not a field. <laughs> I was like, oh, Oops. he goes, we should probably just go back the way we came. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, great. Did he help you drag it all, or did you wear the backpack dragger the whole time? <laughs> he helped drag the last uh, 100 yards. boy. Yeah. Hey, I mean, <laughs> the home stretch. Yeah, home stretch. <laughs> yeah, you got to brace that yourself. But though. he was carrying two guns, my book bag, my coat. Okay, so he's helping you. Oh, he was carrying he everything. He did a little. Yeah. Until you... Were you warm enough just dragging the deer? Didn't really need a coat? Uh, that was in uh, my long sleeve. It was bet. And still sweating like a yeah. bugger. Yeah. So, yeah, your picture looked like you ran, run a marathon before you before that picture. <laughs> it only got better as it went on. 
And then we were dragging it out, like I said, and there was times I just fell over and I was laying on the ground. <laughs> we're going to take a break here. We're going to cool off a minute. Yeah. yeah. You have to. I mean, with a drag like that, I mean, we've done a few out of the swamp at, in Climber, and it sucks. You know, well, not we haven't had to go that far. Um, the one my dad shot last week, on, mm-hmm. I think, was it? No, it was the second day. We just had him on the podcast. That was, you know, way back in the middle of the square that just got logged, so it was nothing but tops we had to drag this thing through you yep. know every it, like you said is there a fallen log yeah it was it's like every five feet. but fallen logs so it uh, that drag i'm sure was not fun well your dad uh actually trapped beaver there last year oh did he yeah so he knew exactly where i shot and he goes yeah it was real fun to walk through there and i didn't have a deer i was like yeah he try. was just carrying a beaver on i was his like back. try with a deer <laughs> it's a really big beaver <laughs> yeah very big How about, we've killed a couple beavers that we drug out instead of put on my back <laughs> wouldn't fit in the trapping basket yeah we had a couple that were you know 60 plus that were like yeah that's not going to get put in a backpack <laughs> but like the worst drag of all time that i've been on was frank shot the squirrely buck up in climber yeah that was worse than getting john's out of the gully yeah because john's was tough for about 100 yards and we got it to a trail and was able to get it yeah frank shot his right at the edge of the swamp and it wasn't like a ridiculous, it was probably what, three, maybe 400 yards, probably 400 yards. Yeah, because it was probably 100 yards to the field and then. Yeah. But it across. was, but it, it was like, we had probably over a foot of snow and it was like 40 degrees outside. <laughs> so it was really good snowball snow. It was like really sticky. <laughs> and it was slightly uphill the entire way. And the first 100 yards of it was over logs and through shit and. It was yeah. It, it was, was just not time. really gliding nice across the top of that wet snow. It was yeah. just that sucked. Mm-hmm. So, were you the biggest buck in camp for opening weekend, or I mean, what was the report for the rest of the guys? Um, there was a seven point, which would have been an eight point, but it was broken off, probably about nineteen inches wide, maybe twenty. It was pretty wide and it was tall. The impressive part was it still weighed live weight one hundred ninety pounds after Ooh. rut. That's a big deer. That <laughs> yeah, was a big deer. Yeah, after the rut. Because they, well, I, have, I always 25%. 25%. I was going to say, yeah, they lose a lot of their body weight. Mm-hmm. And then there was uh, another eight point, about 18 inches wide, with a broken off tine that was shot. Nice. Good deal. Sounds like a good opening day. Heck yeah, yeah, you guys had a really yeah. good one. So, <clears throat> I guess, have you? do you still have a doe tag, or have you pretty much been taking the season off from that point? Um, I shot a doe opening night. Uh, of archery oh okay one. so you're so you're all tagged out then yeah because i also shot um another one my compound i got my first compound deer nice year. so you got no you got a compound punched your doe tag your bonus tag and your buck tag yes it's a good that's year a full year yeah, yeah i didn't realize that. you were hunting with a compound uh not at the beginning of the season because uh my compound blew up about two weeks <laughs> before the season <laughs> hey but i mean you you stuck with it and once it got fixed you got after it um all right, so now that you've done both, what do you compare the two, your crossbow to your compound? Do you realize what you've been missing out on? <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, because I he also... He had a blow up in his hand, so yeah. probably not missing much. <laughs> so I also missed a, missed a doe, too, in archery, so 50-50. It's, you know, it's it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah, if you take yeah. your compound out and you have a big bucket 40 yards, you like, might be... <sighs> Wishing you brought the crossbow. Well, that's just, I mean, it's, it all issue, depends Tom. on what you want to do to yourself. You know, um, obviously a crossbow is going to be an easier option. 
um, but it's all depending on what you're out there for. I know Frank and I both prefer the added challenge that the compound brings. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, brings the one. Yo, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, a crossbow, at least in my opinion, it makes it like a 40-yard rifle. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, you don't have to worry about getting drawn back. Or and I can hand you, if I have a crossbow, I can give you mine and you can shoot it. Yeah. I can't give you my compound and you can you Yeah, and, and I, say, I say that it like pretty makes pretty much makes it like 40 yard rifle where you can as long as they're in that range it's not nearly as difficult to draw back i mean my dad even this year had a really really good buck come within 10 yards of him and he couldn't get a shot with his bow he was at full draw and couldn't get a shot yeah you know like it's just it adds something totally different i just didn't know you know this being your first compound if what it felt like for you it was pretty cool because it was at uh five yards so it was kind of different that's a tough shot yeah it was very very easy yeah and then the stand's probably 25, 27 feet in the air. So it was an old climber that my dad, not climber, an old lock on my dad put on. And it just kind of grew up with the tree. So <laughs> it's up there too. So it was literally just straight down. Uh, yeah, that's a way tougher shot than most people realize. You know, they think the closer the better. But really, it's like 15 to 20 is ideal. And then you start getting inside 15 and it starts, it to, get, it starts to get tougher and tougher and tougher. And five yards, I mean, you're... Basically if you look at down. if you look at a deer's vitals from up top, um, it's it's, it's difficult because yeah. he, one lunging him isn't going to kill it. You know you, not necessarily. I mean you've almost got to clip something else on top of one lung. Whether it was it's, out with that angle, you got to hit the top lung, the top of your front lung, and hope you get the bottom, the bottom of your of other, se- or you know sever you know an artery on the heart or a liver. Spine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no, Frank and I have both. All been there. Frank and I have both done those inside ten yard shots and hit spines too. Well, I actually hit the spine on all three of my deer this year. So <laughs> you don't like to track very far, huh? No. <laughs> Other than that one. Yeah. Well, so I Frank, the last shot was the spine. He wasn't going anywhere. But I know Frank Should've made that the first one. <laughs> yeah. Frank got one just below him. It hit the spine. I mean, but you're. Mm. It's it's like a huge branch running through your vitals. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. You really, there's coming down on there. It's tough to miss the spine if you're trying to hit your vitals. No, because you yeah. also can't put your 20 yard pin right on it because you'll shoot right over top of it. Yeah. Exactly. And you got to hug that spine when you're, when, because the one that I did, it was about probably five yards. Yeah. And you need to hug that spine if you think you're going to hit both lungs at that distance. So it's a small margin for so you're error. You're looking at the top of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, I had, mine was walking away from me, like dead away. It like, seven yards or something i hit it right in the spine mm-hmm. and it's tough mine Doesn't was go. seven yards went right under the spine smoked both lungs no big deal <laughs> tom just knows what he's doing yeah but then you had to track else. yeah that's true <laughs> yeah all three of us <laughs> were there. i knew it was dead I was right there. there i was there that was good but uh any i mean anything else what's you doing any do you have any more bonus tags or um no i'm out i'm all tagged out now so you get to walk around and push for your brother and your dad well t- Corey's already got his Corey, buck too. Corey. Oh, yeah yeah we just he's done. Yeah, so you gotta start getting on your dad oh he shot buck tonight so he's only got a doe tag left whoa yeah, yeah. <laughs> i might be able to pull some strings get him on the podcast i see i get didn't know that that happened on. yeah and that's what i was doing right before i came over old family affair i guess up on the hill yeah <laughs> his is the smallest so Oh man, he's throwing the, the throwing shade already. Man, <laughs> hide's not even off. No, that's what we're doing after this. Good deal. Well, I might have to 
swing by on the way through. Oh, yeah, it's your Friday night, huh? It is. No, oh. Saturday night for me. It's a it's still a party night. I'll have to bring beer this time, so I drank your dad out last time. I like drinking Uncle Mark's beer. It tastes better, doesn't it? <laughs> Tough to go wrong. <laughs> He's got like three cases in the fridge right now. No, then I'm not bringing shit. <laughs> <laughs> I might have like one bush light rolling around in the back seat. Yeah, bring that. Like, I brought beer. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a sip? <laughs> Camo cans. Good deal. Well, I appreciate you jumping on here, Tyler. Yeah, um, congratulations on a nice buck. Thank you. A unique one. You know, I don't know. It'd be tough to say you'll get another one like that anytime soon. Yeah. Um, a like a funky symmetrical buck is really tough to come by. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's drop tines or kickers or whatever, you know, to get one that's funky like that but also symmetrical is really a neat it's different it's a good looking buck and it'll look great on the wall yeah you already got a spot picked out for it no because i still have, we're still waiting on last year's to come back from the taxidermist oh you got last year's mounted too so yeah you gotta find a spot for two of them yeah they're both still there jeez <laughs> oh taxidermy was slow last year i know frank it took him quite a while to get they just get hung up at the tannery <laughs> yeah every time <laughs> so well, I, I guess I didn't realize you were getting last year's buck mounted, too. Yeah. Start taking over your dad's wall space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have to move it to the side. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I guess we'll wrap it up there. It sounds like we got some uh, deer to clean up, and, you know, I heard maybe somebody sitting at the table also has one down. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just leave it with that. Um, if. You know, why don't you just act like the rest of us here and make sure you guys are all still getting outside. 